Welcome back for another very special edition of NBL Now. The run home, we thought this might just be a one and done, but things have got no less complicated from when we were together last round to the start of round 19. I'm Jack Heverin, the best brain in the business, Liam Santamaria, alongside me. It's still pretty crazy. It is. I don't know about all that because I'm more confused <laughs> than I was last week. But uh, now look, there's just been a little bit more clarity and, but it hasn't changed how hot the race is to these final playoff positions. We will get to our ladder predictor, the brand new feature mm. on the NBL website as well. We'll get to that before the end of this show also. Quick refresher on how the ladder looks at the moment with two rounds to go, Liam. We've got Melbourne United who have clinched top spot. Perth have clinched a playoff position. They should finish second. And based off their wins on the weekend, Tasmania one step closer to locking away third. Yep, that's right. And Perth, so just one more win. And they've clinched that second spot. And I'm pretty much giving Tassie that, that third spot yep. as well. So they're going to host that playing game, which is going to be huge down there in Tasmania. So what does that leave us with? One, two, three, four teams, essentially, for three spots. Um, and, so, and the crazy bit is a lot of those teams actually play each other yep. over these last couple of games. It's going to be a wild last couple of rounds. And a reminder as well of the... New format for the play-in tournament and then also the playoffs as well. We're going to have a look at the different combinations. But Illawarra were one of the big movers last round to the point, Liam, where they could potentially be hosting one or maybe even two games during this playoffs. Yeah, and they might find themselves in that match against Tasmania if they can finish in that fourth spot and go bang, one win and they're in the semifinals against Perth. So... That was a huge win. Every, every t- Any time one of those teams, Illawarra, New Zealand, Brisbane, um, uh, Sydney, yep. play each other right now, the result just flips things for either one of those teams. And that's what happened for the Hawks this past week. Big fans uh, of home games at the Gong recently had some great crowds. They could have some big ones during the play-in and playoff tournament as well. Let's go through the teams for the remainder of what's to come. Now, we won't spend as long, perhaps, on some as what we did last week. We'll start with the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. Bottom of the table as it stands, 10 and 16 for the season. The, the reason to go through them is because you just... You just never know, and you can ask Sydney about that from a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and they are hoping to maybe get some troops back this week. Maybe Mitch Creek, Oh, maybe Matt Kenyon, which will help. Uh, can they play spoiler from this point on? They did beat Tasmania, yes. who they play this week, on Christmas Day, remember? And uh, then, man, if they, <laughs> they play Sydney again. And, of course, they gave Sydney a nightmare loss a couple of weeks ago. So I think they are still relevant with a couple of big home games to finish off the season. It's funny, we're all of our ladder predictors, if the Phoenix, like everyone's giving them two losses right. to finish the year, if they win one, cat amongst the pigeons sort of stuff, isn't it? <laughs> big time. And look, something crazy like that is going to happen down the stretch that nobody's factoring in right now. Adelaide 36ers, by virtue of their losses last week, that really hurt them. Are you willing to say that they are completely done? Uh, look, I don't think they're going to make it. But, look, we've all buried them. Like, they're in the ground. They're six feet under. But I'm not so sure. I think there's a tiniest little chance that a hand could break through the soil here. <laughs> Scott Ninnis just putting his hand up. because So they'd need to go two and zip. Yep. But those games are against Brisbane and New Zealand. So each one of those wins is a dagger to one of the teams they're trying to knock out. They'd need Brisbane to go 0-2. But Brisbane are a bit shaky. They're yeah. not super reliable. That yeah. could happen. And they would need New Zealand to go max 1-3 and three the rest of the way. Um, inclu- you know, but probably New Zealand beating 
Brisbane, mm. obviously, because it would all need to come together. But New Zealand, with the injury to Anthony Lamb, I'm just saying, Jim Carey style, that there is a chance here still remaining for Adelaide. I'm still picturing Scott Ninnis's hand like raising out <laughs> of the grave like that, just with one last chance. The Cairns Taipans are eighth at the moment. Another team that losses last week, particularly that loss last Thursday to Tasmania, that with a poor percentage, they're going to yeah. find it pretty hard. Now. Yeah, they are. And um, you, it's funny because they've got the same record as Adelaide and they've got a slightly better percentage. But I think we're all probably giving them a way less yeah. chance. They play Perth and Melbourne. Um, they're going to need a whole bunch of other results to go their way. So, yeah, I think that loss to Tasmania for, for Cairns, as much as there's still a mathematical chance, I think that's the end of the road. But they're, the, they're funny, aren't they? Like They could come out and, and bomb away and, and come away with a win against Perth or Melbourne. So still you just never know. Still alive. Yep. If you're a Titans fan, continue to watch these games. Now it starts to get interesting from here because we've got the New Zealand Breakers' fabulous win in Perth last Sunday. That was a, a great performance. In control of that one, If again, we're talking about ladder predictors, Liam. When you fast forward to the end of the season, based on what I'm hearing and being told, a lot of people have got the breakers making it. I've got them making it, yeah, despite the injury to Anthony Lamb, mm. which is crazy to say. We're talking about this on NBL Overtime. All NBL first team. And yet we're saying, no, no, they're going to continue to power yeah. through. Now, not everybody feels that way. Some people are saying, oh, hold on. I reckon one win max out of their next four, which might see them missing. So I think the reality is they just they need to get two wins. They've got a pretty healthy percentage. They've got four games, and they need to get two wins from those. Well, two at home, two are away. So they could potentially win both of their games in New Zealand, lose the two away games. One of them is to Melbourne United, and they should be okay. Parker Jackson, Cartwright, Zylan Cheatham, my man Mantas Rupstavichis. Like, <laughs> this is a squad that I think that's going to go at least 500 over these last four games. So when we talk about, we think that the, the breakers are going to make it. A lot of people have got the bullets as the one missing. Now, you might be Tom <laughs> Hanks on Castaway here. You might be the very last person left on Brisbane Island. You and Wilson are going to see this one through to the end. Have you got them making it? I'm, got, I'm keeping the faith. And I messaged Justin Schuler last night to tell him that way, and he said, I'm going to reward you for doing that. So let's go, the Bullets. Uh, they're going to need to go two and zip. Now, they're tough matchups, right? Like Adelaide have been playing well. And at New Zealand. Who need to win? And we're just talking about the Breakers home games, weren't we? But I don't know. I, I just, I, the reason I, I was on with Brisbane to begin with is I felt like in the cut and thrust of the late part of the season, they're going to be like a Tasmania type of team that defends at a high level and can win these clutch games. They let me down in Illawarra. And if they had got that, we, that we would be talking much more confidently about them. But I'm just going to hold the faith the rest of the way. He's been with them from day one on Brisbane Island. The Sydney Kings are fifth as we go into round 19. 12 and 14 for the season. Percentage is okay without being breathtaking. The hard thing to work out here with the Kings is which Sydney team's going to turn up. Is it the Sydney team who beat Melbourne United on their home floor a couple of Sundays ago? Or is it the Sydney team who rolled into Adelaide last Friday night and looked listless? Who knows? And I don't have any... No one really has a lot of trust in them. I'm not sure if that, you know people within the organisation have trust in, in that their squad themselves. So who knows what, what that's going to be. It could, they could go two and zip. Bang, bang. And finish top four. Play Tasmania and... You know, we'll, we'll take it from there. Maybe they go 0 and 2. Maybe. Illawarra and, you know, a Southeast Melbourne team that has Mitch Creek back and Gary Brown back for a last hurrah at the end of the season. Um, remember a couple, you know, when 
Melbourne, uh, South East Melbourne went to Perth. Yes. And ended the streak yep. in that last round a couple of seasons ago. So they'll want to do a similar type of thing to Sydney in that final round. Sunday's massive against Illawarra for both teams, and we'll get to that. But gee, from a Sydney point of view, on their home floor at the Q, they just got to win. Huge game. Takes me back to Christmas Day when Illawarra went in there and knocked them off. Massive game for both teams. Speaking of the Hawks, there's all sorts of momentum about them right now. Crazy to think that this Illawarra team has had a coaching change. They look totally disenfranchised as a group. They're now fourth with two rounds to go. Remarkable. But they're not locked in. No. Because they've still got work to do. Big games. New Zealand and Sydney, both on the road in round 19. That's tough. That Sydney team is going to be fresh and waiting for them. Uh, at Kudos Bank Arena, and then Perth and Melbourne in the final round. Now, again, what does that look like for those top two teams? Do they have a lot to play for? Illawarra, their whole season might be on the line, but they've still got work to do. Now, they ticked a big box with that win over Brisbane. Fourth quarter execution, Gary Clark, beautiful stuff. But uh, they're no guarantee. They could finish in that top four, or they could finish out. Four games to go, still lots of work to do. I know one thing for certain, when you're trying to make the play-in, you don't want to leave it to Perth and Melbourne as your last two games. So one of these next two games for them, Liam, if they can bank one, they can probably start to just take a bit of a a sigh of relief, can't they? I'm not sure. I've got them at one win from these next four and missing. Wow. Okay, that might not be the fairy tale story after all. Mm. Who knows? We'll get to the ladder predictor shortly. Tasmania, as we mentioned off the top, Great performances last weekend. Probably underrated in some respects how good they were. I know you spoke about it on Overtime, mm. and we spoke about it on NBL Now with Ruck. Um, they're, they're pretty cool right now, aren't they? They're third on the table. One of those games is South East Melbourne, which they should win. Perth in the last game at home. Um, might very well be a dress rehearsal of a semi-final series. I think the approach for the jack jumpers the rest of the way is let's play finals basketball every time we step out on the floor so that then we can continue to ramp up this last part of the season, go into the postseason as one of the form teams of the competition, have a Wildcats, have take care of business in that three versus four game and then have a Wildcats team waiting for us in the semifinals a bit scared yep. that we're coming into the building. Yep. When I watched Tasmania last weekend, with Milton Doyle back in action, Jack McVeigh doing his thing, the way they share the ball. You hear Sean McDonald at halftime saying, we don't care who scores. It reminded me of those beautiful San Antonio Spurs teams with Tony Parker and Manu Ginobili and Tim Duncan, Boris Diaw, yep. who just moved the ball, played beautiful basketball. Um, and if they can continue to play at that level, they are genuine championship contenders. To second, that is the Wildcats. Uh, They need one more win just to lock away that second spot. And it does, as we showed you with the way that the the postseason is structured, finishing top two is really important. So they take care of Cairns this week and they've got it done. Yeah. That's that's just come in and just smash them and, and deal with them. But if they don't, right, if Cairns cause a huge upset, then they, you know, they've still got a little work to do there. Yeah. Tazzy are plugging away and they're going to have Illawarra and then who knows, that final game against Tassie could be for second spot. Not done just yet for the Red Army. Tell you who is done, Melbourne United. Right now they are feet up, relaxing, <laughs> chilling out because they are going to finish top. They've still got some challenging games to go. 
Liam, I think why it's relevant for Melbourne is I, I don't get the sense that they're going to flirt with form this yeah. year. I don't think that they're going to rest guys unless there's an injury concern. Obviously, I don't think the bench guys are going to play substantial minutes because they have been burnt by this once before. Yeah. I enjoyed that, by the way. The Reeboks got a little uh, got a little airtime, and I was worried you were going to tip over, but your balance is nice. <laughs> um, I agree. Dean Vickerman has good experience with this on both sides of the coin. He's benefited previously from teams messing around, and he's also, you know, had some experience of them resting players and maybe taking things a little easy, taking the foot off the pedal, like they did in Tasmania in the final round a couple of seasons ago, and then they got bounced out in the semifinals. So I think they're just going to keep on keeping on. Maybe some more minutes and opportunities for guys yeah. like Flint Cameron yeah. and Kyle Bowen down yeah. the stretch of the season. Make sure they're you know red hot and ready to go for, for postseason action as rookies in a pro league. But you know, they're going to continue to be a tough beat. And you know, team, a team like New Zealand and Illawarra, for example, Melbourne could deal them a devastating blow. And that's where they could flex on teams a little bit. By finishing top, New Zealand have to win. Illawarra have to win. They, they could just say, no, you're not coming to our gym and winning and, and really send a bit of a, a statement to the rest of the competition. At the same time, we might arrive at those games and go, all right, this team, Melbourne, have not a lot to play for. And everything's on the line for their opponent. So you, we know in this league, if you're just a touch off the mark, you might get run over. Okay, so there's how it looks with two rounds to go. There are endless possibilities. And what you may have seen on the NBL website in the last couple of days is the brand new Mitsubishi Motors Ladder Predictor is live. It's a whole lot of fun. We've all spent far too much time on it <laughs> in the last couple of days as well. So what we thought we'd do is have a go at this in real time and predict what we think it may look like at the end of the regular season but also just highlight a couple of the combinations and the permutations that might change things dramatically. So, Liam Santamaria, we are in your very, very <laughs> capable hands. You are the man who is going to decide all of these results, and we're going to see what it looks like at the end. Firstly, can I say, I absolutely love this. This yep. is You talk about YouTube rabbit holes. I've been down <laughs> the ladder predictor rabbit holes in a big way, and I like this. It's not the moments that matter. It's the matches that matter down the stretch here. All right, round 19. Let's go. I've got New Zealand beating Illawarra. I'm still high on the breakers. Okay. Huge game, though. Brisbane beating Adelaide. I feel like, you know, you know I'm on the island. <laughs> Tasmania, Perth, Melbourne getting wins here. The top three teams going bang, bang, bang. And then we've talked about how important this freeway series game is. I'm giving it to the Hawks because I don't trust Sydney at all. Wow. Okay. So... In that situation, we've got Sydney outside of the play-in with a round to go. But what would happen, for example, let's go back to Friday night if we can. What happens if we give that win to Illawarra mm -hmm. and they go 2-0 and on the weekend? Mm. You can see what it does to the New Zealand breakers and it bumps them out. Well, because and that's because they will have gone 0-2 over the weekend because yep. we're giving Melbourne that win at home. Okay, so let's go back to New Zealand winning at home on Friday. We'll give mm -hmm. them the W. What happens if the Sydney Kings on Sunday at Kudos Bank Arena show up and win? That now bumps <laughs> Illawarra out because they go 0-2. And, and look what happens to Sydney. Not only do they get back in the top six, they're in the 3-4 seeding qualifier against the Jackies. Yep. Any other upsets from that round that you want to play with before we move to the last round? Uh, look, there's you know there's a world like imagine 
Obviously, we're giving losses there to Adelaide and Cairns. Yep. Right? There's obviously worlds where a miraculous mathematical chance could happen if they can go two and zip. So, you know, you give Adelaide a win here, a Cairns a win here, it keeps them in the mix. But if they lose, like we've got here, you see they hit 16 losses, they're not going to make it. The other thing, that, which is really important, if we give that win back to Illawarra on Sunday, because mm. these are your predictions, just mm. quickly, if the Bullets lay an egg on Friday night yep. and Adelaide beat them, it's worth just playing that scenario out as well. Well, Brisbane are going to need to go two and zip to make it. So if they lose that, it's uh, for me, it's all she wrote because of the poor percentage. And then look what you've got there. You've got the teams, obviously, if you get to 13 wins, you're feeling pretty good. But you've got the teams on 12 wins yep. uh, that are in at that point are the ones with the better percentage. And just keep in mind as well that we're not playing with margins here because that's a whole nother world. We're just dealing in wins and losses. So... Let's just quickly go back and give Brisbane that win on Friday night. That's how we think it's going to look at the end of round 19. Kings fans aren't going to like Ooh, the look of that. Do you feel the same? Because that's what I've got. Yeah, I think the, the, biggest, the biggest change is potentially Sydney winning at home. But okay. I'm with you. It's hard, to, it's hard to know which Sydney Kings team right. round to 20. trust. Let's go to round 20. Oh, boy. This is where it gets very, very interesting. Predictions from the top. Perth. I'm going with Brisbane. And let's come back to that game. Okay. It's, it, I think it's a, a, a game changer. Melbourne, and then I'm giving this to Sydney. Revenge on Southeast Melbourne. Okay. Now, this looks kind of strange, right? They're all the away teams in that final round. But then I'm going Tassie to beat Perth because it's, it's down in Hobart. Yep. Melbourne over Illawarra because they're the best team in the league, in my view. And then down the bottom, a little scrolling down, I'm giving New Zealand this win over Adelaide because you know, I think New Zealand are tough. Okay, there's a lot to unpack here. We could, be, we could be here for another hour. The first thing that jumps out at me, not that it matters too much in terms of um, the overall results as such, but th- there's a situation where Perth can go 0-2 and two in the last round. Sure. And form going into finals isn't ideal. But let's give them that win on Thursday night to start with. Where do you want to start in terms of playing around with results? Well, firstly, to get, let's take the win off New Zealand in the final game. Can, can we just take that off without flipping it over? Okay. Because that's what it would look like as that game tips off potentially. Gee. With, you know, New Zealand and Adelaide both out. And the win, like, um, if Adelaide had previously won... Then they've got a chance to to get you know to 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 make it happen yeah. depending on what's happened with Illawarra, but it's all on the line for New Zealand in that final moment. Now let's give them that win, but go back and give them the win over Brisbane earlier in the round. Brisbane are out, Illawarra are in, and that seems to be the popular view, isn't it? That Brisbane will go zero and two. Now they can prove everyone wrong, but. I think if you're a bullet supporter, you can see the fine line here. There is no margin for error whatsoever. Yeah, and this is even with them going one and one. Yep. But it's their percentage that would keep them on the outside looking in. Okay, so another couple of scenarios here that I wouldn't mind just investigating. What if Illawarra beat Perth <laughs> to start the round on Thursday but uh-huh. still lose to Melbourne? Because the, the reason that I want to play around with that one, Liam, is, is because there's a, there's a world we live in here where it's Illawarra-Sydney... Fifth and sixth, pick your order. Right. And you've got a freeway series game first up, but it's just a question of who hosts. Oh, I think I followed you there. But 
keep what you've got there and give that Brisbane win over New Zealand. And then now, even though we've got them winning against Adelaide in the final game, they're missing because of percentage. Now, of course, we haven't played around with percentage. That's right. That's the kicker here. So if any of these games end up as double-digit margins or big wins for teams that are right there in the mix, it could change the look of whether they end up in or out. And as we know, in that final round last season, it came down to the final shot of the year. Oh, I've got a headache after all of this. So let's have one more go at this finally so that we can get your prediction with okay. two rounds to go. So any of these results here that you want to flip back around so that we get the final standings? Yeah, so give Perth that win over Illawarra. On Thursday? Yep. And that's it. That's how I've got it looking if I, if I have to predict. Yeah, I'm staying with Brisbane. So that's how... I have a look. Now, people are looking at that and going, Liam, are you crazy? Not only you got Brisbane making it, you got them finishing fourth. Wow. But that's what happens if they go two and zip for me because their games are against Adelaide and New Zealand. So they deal those teams devastating blows. And then that the other thing that I've got happening there is Illawarra only winning one of their last four games. And the complication there, as we, we have stressed, is that we haven't played around with percentage. So there's a world where Illawarra and New Zealand... And Sydney all finish on the same wins and losses and it'll be a percentage battle to decide who finishes where. Unbelievably close. And look, I think we can all guarantee, no matter what happens on these next couple of games and this next round, it's all going to be on the line in that final round of the season. Hopefully that made sense. Hopefully it untangled some of the web. If it didn't, then you're with the rest of us and we're none the wiser with two rounds to go. Don't forget, of course... The NBL Mitsubishi Motors Ladder Predictor is now live at nbl.com.au. You can sit here like we have for hours and play around with all of these different combinations and see what it looks like. Liam? If you do that, though, give yourself a minute's cap. <laughs> like set a timer or you'll be there for hours. Maybe just get a nice cup of tea or a beverage or something just to wind down after it as well. It's going to be an incredible last two rounds of this regular season. The run home is as good as we've ever seen it. Thanks for joining us on this very special edition of NBL Now. We'll catch you next time. 